0: Downloads of this show are available on potomatic.com and the Potomatic mobile app. How's it going, everybody? You're listening to the Famous Dead People podcast, the only podcast that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I am, of course, your host, Jarrett Berenstein, and you are all giant fans of the show, so you know that we originally air as a radio show on Radio Free Brooklyn, so you can listen to episodes the day they come out every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. No need to tell you all about that. You are about to hear the episode where I interview charlton heston played by comedian chris ferry and mary queen of scots played by comedian megan o'neill it was a great episode don't forget to go out and buy my book the kellyanne conway technique it is me making fun of kellyanne conway and trump and basically all republicans for like 140 pages it is super funny and available now wherever books are sold and in addition please just you know just hit us up somehow i want you to rate the book on uh, amazon or whatever i want you to rate the podcast on itunes or whatever i want you to send us an email at famous dead at radio i want you to hit me up through my website jaredbranson.com anything to let me know that you're listening and that you love the show it will be a huge help but for now sit back relax and enjoy charlton heston and mary queen of scotts only on famous dead people Famous dead
1: people, it's time, famous dead people, time to start the show famous dead, people, famous dead people, people you know Famous dead people, famous dead people, famous dead people. the story's stuck in their heads famous You're gonna hear awful from me that saw all these
0: My guests today on Famous Dead People are Scottish ruler from the 1500s, Mary Queen of Scots, Hello, and the 20th century American actor famous for films like Touch of Evil and Planet of the Eights, Charlton Heston. It's me. Uh, Your Majesty, Mr. Heston, welcome to Famous Dead People. Thank you so much for joining us
2: today. Thank you for having us. Yes,
0: it's a pleasure. Uh, So I'd like to start off with uh, Mary Queen of Scots. So you officially became the ruler of Scotland, when you were six days old. That's, I, it's yeah. incredible, right? I
2: know, yeah, it truly was. I wish I could remember it.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, wouldn't it be incredible if, like, you, you as a six-day-old could then suddenly start having some responsibilities, you know, obviously... People back then were smart enough to realize, like, well, it's a baby, so we can't right, have right. them actually doing anything. Yeah, there's no
2: dictating nap time from my throne. I'll tell you. That.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that is blows my. But mind. that would have
2: been my first order of business, that and
0: some biscuits. And when, at what age do you think you sort of recognizing the gravity of, like, the fact that you're, like, oh, I'm the ruler. Of Scotland, I think you know?
2: probably about 30 days in, it really hit me. So when
0: you were 30 days old?
2: I believe so, yeah. Oh, I have okay. a, a quite a memory of a gravitas kind of feeling coming okay. over me just as I'm laying in my wee crib. So I would say 30 days. By six days, you're not really up to rolling. But no. by 30, you got to get in there.
0: Really? So yeah. you were rolling up your sleeves at the age of 30 days to... Um, to try and like affect some change in scotland well, like you were
2: what, uh, what other choice do i have you know i well, mean
0: i mean maybe just be a child right oh, like... well that
2: would have been nice that was, was the the first you know uh what is that 24 days of my life were for mm-hmm. i guess uh and that, then, that was your it,
0: vacation That yeah, was
2: yeah <laughs> or i guess like the first six days that was my vacation mm-hmm. you know leaders today uh yeah. not mentioning any Names, but leaders <laughs> today they seem to really enjoy their vacation. They really and, do, and I say, they? I, I just took the first six days of my life to not be a ruler, mm-hmm. and then after that, I thought, eh. Might as well.
0: Well, did you see it. at 30 days old, which again, I cannot believe that that is as early as you're saying that you It might have been getting 32. In. All right. Yeah. You know, but even then, like, I, I, I thought maybe you were going to say, like, oh, when I was 14 or something, you know, like, right, you but would think 30 that. days. It
2: is a gravitas yeah. feeling that I've always just held with me. Okay.
0: Did you try to do anything at 30 days old? Like, did you try to help your country in any way or? Or um, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for to accumulate more power, that sort of thing. Kind
2: of, uh, you know, uh, to to get, uh, you know, some legs up over my enemies. Oh, definitely. Okay. I threw tyrannical uh, hissy fits. <laughs> I refused to take naps. Okay. And uh, once I started walking, I would not stop when someone said Mary, stop."
0: Interesting. So not in stop. Well, I would say that those are like normal things that a child would do. You're okay, saying that they I was were a very, ruler. You, yeah. Uh, okay. And if
2: somebody really pissed me off, I would vomit all over them.
0: Okay. Interesting. So like mm. you're saying that these things that every child does, you were doing very specifically. Yes. In order to dictate the direction of your country,
2: I certainly did, Jared. They were subtle, subtle digs, but digs nonetheless. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is a gentle hand that honestly I, I think is refreshing in a monarch. Like Thank you. I don't see that in a lot of politicians today even where oh. I'm like, you know, what you're doing now has the subtlety of a of a four by four to the face. You right, know? Like exactly. let's let's yeah. do something that has a little uh, a little subtlety to it. A that little seems
2: a bit more natural. Yeah. Like yeah. looking someone straight in their eye and then shit in your pants. Well mm-hmm. that was my way of saying, You're next. <laughs>
0: That always bad. worked for me. Well,
2: <laughs>
1: speaking, you too much.
0: speaking of a, uh, a lack of subtlety, you know, I don't want to, um, uh, you know, this is not a dig on you, Charlton Heston, but oh, you were always one of my favorite uh, 1950s era oh, Hollywood you. actors because you, you were really fun to watch. And I mean, I'm sure that there were other actors that could be said to be like more realistic or natural, but it didn't matter because you were larger than life in a really fun way we really enjoyed watching that do you think that that's a fair assessment of your acting style of your talent that sort of thing absolutely okay you know uh
1: not everyone aspires to naturalism as the highest form of acting for me it's it's always been about entertainment the audience, and mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm thrilled to hear you say that.
0: Yeah, was that a conscious choice? Like, were you seeing everybody being small and, um, and 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 subtle and deciding like I'm gonna grab this I'm gonna grab this camera by the by the lapels and starts calling it damn dirty apes like that sort of thing. Of course, but I'm not that great an actor anyway. So you oh you I wouldn't say that. No, no, no false got. modesty here. Charlton Heston, come on. <laughs> well, yes, it was a choice. You have mm-hmm. got some okay. of the most
2: iconic lines of film.
0: Yeah. Get- Get your paws off yeah. me! You're damn dirty. Ape. Green is Solent people. Soylent green is people. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Everybody, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Spill the beans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, surely, I th- I, you know, somebody once told me like you don't become an actor if you don't think that you're the best, you know, oh. and so you must have some recognition of your uh your abilities as a performer, right, Charlton uh, Heston? Uh, don't get me wrong, I I'm
1: very proud of the work I do, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes i I was the best movie star, but um you know this young uh, Marlon Brando character he was mm-hmm. certainly transformative in his way, and it oh, was just never him, really actually. my style that sort of mm-hmm. thing
2: okay. do you feel I'm sensing like a like a sense of and don't let me put words in your mouth, but I'm sensing like a sense of regret or something Ooh. like you wish you could go back and do those movies over more subtly? Is if, that what I'm picking up is on? Is that true, Charles? Tell Hussle? me if it's not true because I would not change a thing that I've seen you do. It is <laughs> uh, you're like
0: giant. chiseled you're into stone. It's like true. don't touch it. <laughs> I that's true. Do you have any regrets in in your performances that you wish they were more naturalistic?
1: Uh, you know it's lonely at the top, but <laughs> there are one or two that I might do slightly differently if I had another swing at them. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have any examples? Well, in a touch of evil, have you? Have you? Seen oh, I love a touch of touch evil. It's on
0: my list, but I've not seen it. Oh, yet. it's it's great. Mm-hmm. It's is really it wonderful? wonderful. It's no, okay. a little interesting that you, a white person who's mainly, uh, I believe, English and Irish, mm-hmm. are playing a Hispanic. In that movie, but other than that, it is a it is a gem of performance. Yes. Well, yeah. let's not
2: address well. the English and Irish
0: parlance <laughs> 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 Just uh, move a swiftly of, over that a little bit of tension there, but we, we can <laughs> no, ignore that. All. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what, what would you change about Touch of Evil? Well, I was
1: great, but I think nowadays people tend to hire a, a vocal coach or a speech uh, to get an accent yes, or something. I, yeah, I, I hear myself and. My skin looks great, and my hair looks great, and my teeth
0: look great. And your great. mustache, very, very authentic. A little offensive, great. but definitely authentic. Well, to each his own.
2: <laughs> All right. not. Nice. As authentic as some black shoe polish could, uh, could get sorry. on camera. I'm just saying, I don't know if that's the way they dyed your mustache back then. But, you know, you're a lovely flaxen-haired man here. I looked here. great. great.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. But I didn't sound great. And okay. uh, you I think would have, he could have done it with uh, more,
0: a bit more Caliente. Okay. Well, that sounded convincing. Well, I, to what me. I liked about that was you you got your point across, but you also gave us a taste of the accent that you think you were lacking in that movie. And I think you know, I, I believe anything Charlton Heston is going to try is going to be great. You That's know, true. so That's if true. God bless, you. if you know, we <laughs> we you know, we wake up Orson Wells, we. Uh, we wake up. I forget who directed that movie, but we get everybody back together and we try to do that again, shot for shot. And you want to try it with a Hispanic accent? I say go crazy, Charlton Heston. That, this yeah, is the
1: not? age of reboots.
2: It's yeah, true. That's
1: true. Why not? We yeah. did. Uh, they did Psycho. Mm-hmm. They did that's do Psycho true. shot for
2: Very shot. Very boring. <laughs> Not great,
0: not not great. Not great, mm. not as good oh, as the I first one. I skipped it when people said that it wasn't good, so yeah, hey, you
2: know. yeah, save yourself a half mm-hmm. hour. But
0: definitely see Touch of Evil, Mary Touch Queen of Scots. Evil. You really, really no, should. Who
2: did direct that? Is that a, no. a Hitchcock one?
0: No, it definitely wasn't Hitchcock. Orson I'll check it out. Right well. It
2: was Orson Welles. Did he direct that? Oh one? my!
0: And he, and he was one of the actors in that. Mm. How about
2: that? Can you believe it? Doing a double duty
3: like
0: that. <laughs> well, that was Orson, you know. Well, let he... me, uh let's let's switch gears. I'm going to go back over to uh, uh, Mary Queen oh, of Scott's right. here for a moment, which, by the way, it was directed by Orson Welles, so well done there. there you go. I we should have just, just <laughs> listened to you, We should have asked, asked the person who was in the movie <laughs> I'm getting I'm, I'm, directed by Orson Welles. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Which he didn't tell you at any point. Like, you should try a Hispanic accent here. Oh, well, Orson was full of advice, but. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Frankly, he was a bit artsy-fartsy for Ugh. my taste. Okay. and the, You know, Tell I was an established it. star. So mm. I said, Orson, you play it your way and I'll play it mine. Gotcha. Say- Did you
2: ever wonder, like, was he... Oh, I, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, Charleston. But uh, do you ever wonder, like, was he trying to make himself look bitter? by not giving you
0: some kind of direction. I'm just saying, the
2: world I come from, there's a lot of espionage.
0: And backstabbing. And backstabbing. So that's kind of the lens that you see the world in. That's the way I'm seeing it.
2: And I'm just saying, I know Hollywood can be pretty cutthroat. (laughs) So... Do you think maybe or there was some of that? Yeah, was that
0: I a, uh, a yes. subtle dig at you by having you not do the accent? Well, it you
1: know, it's a competitive art form, and lots of people want to be the top build. I mean, He was the director. He put himself in the film. Mm-hmm. So, yes, of course, but that was Orson. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you, awesome. you you play with snakes, you're going to get bit, you know, as strange. I say. There was one day he, he disagreed with one of my choices, and I said, mm. why don't we settle it in the ring? Whoa. So we went a few rounds, and I you, dropped him wait, on his ass. I'm sorry, ass you boxed
0: with Orson Welles? Yes, of on course. On the set of Touch of Evil? Yeah, Well, not In front of the cameras, you understand. Well, obviously. I mean, that would be a treasured piece of uh, film, you know, if we had that today. If only
1: we had, you know, if everyone has a A camera in their pocket now, but then it's quite expensive and not so portable.
0: I also think it's weird that you would challenge what looked like to be a 300-pound Orson Welles to a boxing match. Like, obviously, that's a little... Weighted in your favor, right? Because he can't move around. He was sweating like a whore in church in that movie, you know? You, Mary Queen of Scots, you know that expression, right? I
2: do. I do. That's been around for a while.
0: Well, let me ask you this because I'd love to, love to pivot well, back to some questions about your life, yeah. uh, Mary Queen of Scots. So you're sent to France at the age right. of five. Oui. To marry the son of Henry the Second,
2: aye, the Dauphin.
0: Yeah, so most of your adolescence is spent at the French okay. court, what, and I'm what wondering was that word you just the Dauphin. Dauphin. The, the what? The, that is, the, I believe that is the French word for the prince. That's right. Yeah, yeah the uh, Dauphin. The Dauphin. 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 What is that Dutch? Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's France. Orson, uh, it, Charlton Heston. Sorry. Yes, yes and it's,
2: and it's French. That <laughs> sorry, is. Sorry, yeah. carry on. No, The course. French prince is uh, mm-hmm. the the, the, the fresh, French, the the French prince of uh, <laughs> Bel Air. <Bel-Air. laughs>
1: Uh, the two of you well you've lost me but uh, <laughs> carry on this is too. a story
2: all that <laughs> hey oh wow
0: you know a lot of those lyrics Mary Queen of France do, you, do you rap
2: <laughs> well that's about the extent of it oh, I get a few more whiskeys in me I've only had about three whiskeys today so I got a few more in me oh yeah it's only one oh, fifteen. go out with a few co-workers and uh, we'll just see what happens don't put on sweet Caroline if you don't want to hear me sing So it that's all I'm going to say
0: well let me ask you this so um, you know we talked a little bit earlier about how you would do you would do things that a baby would do, but you do them very methodically in order to get your agenda across. Mm-hmm. Did you try to, at the age of five, either aid in your uh, move to France or did you try to, you know, assert dominance and keep yourself in Scotland at the time? Was this part of your plan, is what I'm asking?
2: You know, it was. It was part of the plan mm-hmm. because here I am, five years old, looking yes. at the map in front of me, and I'm thinking, all right, so... If I am the Dauphin and his family, then I'm going to want some power from abroad, right? Mm -hmm. So I know that I actually have a claim to the English throne. uh, Although a lot of people wouldn't recognize it, which (laughs) we'll come to later. (laughs) But I see myself as a commodity. And I know I also need friends. So I'm thinking, why not? And this Dauphin, you you know... when I first met him, I, I think he was about a year old. He seemed nice enough. Okay. You know, not really the strategic genius that I was yes. at, yeah, at that age. At the age of
0: five, which just remind our listeners that you're I, five years old at this point.
2: Aye, but you know, yeah. girls, they mature so much they faster do. than they boys really anyway. Do, yeah. So mm-hmm. I know, I just thought, let's go for it. Why not? Okay. Because also, I thought being far away, I might be a bit more protected. From people who were closer around, like from, from England a or lot of Ireland, going there, there was know. yeah. So I thought, get me across
0: that channel. It was a dangerous time for you. Like reading Wikipedia, Ooh, it's it's really fascinating. Like you, ha- you have to be moved from house to house mm-hmm. for your own protection. And yeah. this group of people are revolting against this group of people. Like That's crazy. yeah, it is an aye. incredible world to be born into. And I think you moving yourself mm. to France was this, was the right move. You know, I I am
1: sorry to uh, cut in here. I glazed over a little bit. Then, are we talking about Game of Thrones? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charlton. I have no idea how often I
1: think that. Incorrigible. I I don't mean to offend. <laughs> I, mm. it, that scene. Do you watch it? It's really I, I something. It is very I similar do. to Game of Thrones. But there's a little a little girl who's. The king of something, and she's a firecracker.
0: Are you talking yes. about oh, Arya lady... Stark? Or are you talking about No, you talking about Bear, Bear, Bear Island. Island. Oh, oh. That, I think that's Lady
2: Merwin or Taylor.
0: Yes. Yeah, the lady of Bear Island. She, she is something else. Well, you if I can remind me in this you. really quickly, uh, I just want to remind our listeners that you're listening to Radio for Brooklyn, and this is Famous Dead People. And my guests today are 20th century American actor Charlton Heston mm. and 16th century Scottish ruler Mary Queen of Scots, Hello. and we were just talking about the the intrigue of uh, growing up in the fifteen hundreds, in the royalty, in the uh, Scotland, Ireland, France, England, all these, mm-hmm. and, and Catholics against Protestants. And, you know, there is like so many so many factions that are warring against each other, and how savvy it was that you decided to move yourself. Uh, to the French court for your own protection.
3: It's true.
2: But I also
0: read that in your Wikipedia that you went to France with four other Marys.
2: That's right. Uh, uh, the four Marys. Age. Yeah. That's Do you right. remember
0: the, those four Marys that were in your entourage? There? Let's
2: see. There was Mary Benton. Mary Benton. Is that okay. right? And then there was Mary And if P. you
0: could assign, tell us like, like, you know, who these girls were in your crew. Now, you know? I'm so
2: glad you brought this up because... And which one
0: was the Miranda?
2: I was just going to say, you know, you bring up an HBO show like, Game of Thrones, but actually it was quite a bit more like Sex in, in the, city. the City. It all uh, starts with that. Look, if you ask any of us, we're going to say we're the Carrie. Obviously. But for me, that's a hundred percent true. I was <laughs> the Carrie. I was going, you know, to France to meet this Mister Big. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> It's <laughs> actually know, ironic, just, based on what we know about exactly. Uh, yeah, he was very short. He was
2: a tiny. He had a stutter. I was I. Well, as you can see in front of you, right? Yeah, I am stutter. five foot eleven. Yes,
0: very tall.
2: And he was about five th- foot three. Had a stutter. Mm-hmm. But listen, Mary Benton. She was definitely the Miranda.
0: Oh, okay. and then Mary
2: P was also a Miranda.
0: Okay, very smart, right? Very, the, very smart. The Mirandas very were the lawyers, strong
2: yes. and redheaded. You know, they were oh, gingers. Well, you're so. all Scottish, obviously. We're all Scottish. So so why yeah. not uh, but then we had a Charlotte and a Samantha and mm-hmm. I guess that would be Charlotte would be married D because she was like more traditional a
0: little prissy a uh, little prudish
2: yeah you know just like really wanting to settle down even at yeah. the age of five she was so uh, jealous just that I was getting married to get
0: married and I thought
2: yeah. no this is not what it's about this is just a you know strategic move on my part it's not really about the traditional love whatever but you know, regardless, yeah. yeah, and then uh, Mary P., or did I just see that? Oh, that
0: was Mary P., yeah.
2: That was Mary P. All right, and so Mary O is a lot more like the Samantha. Okay, she was a troublemaker. Oh boy,
0: she would toss it around. Let me tell that you, girl even had at some the round heels. Five,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Do you guys
0: have have your little brunches the way that they had in Insects in the City, where you would talk about the boys you were meeting and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, we definitely have brunches, but you know, it was more like, oh, let's all eat together and then watch each other's back, so we know that nobody's gonna stab the right? other ones. It was such a yeah.
0: treacherous time back it then. It was a very, so yeah, but
2: with, a- but with wonderful. Frittata <laughs> I must say oh. I miss the frittata From back then I mm. truly do You just
0: can't get frittata Like that anymore You really
2: can't mm. And you'd think You know Oh we're in France it more about The croissant But oh Let me tell you That frittata They brought it over From Spain already It oh, was boy. fantastic Have you, you can ever get... had
1: Avocado toast
2: <laughs> Yes I just had some This morning
1: It is delicious
2: It's delicious And I'm mm. thinking mm-hmm. Why is it Nobody Think of this before. Yeah. It's very
1: simple. It's yeah. a piece of
0: toast. Well, I don't with avocado. know where the avocados came from, but maybe they had it earlier. Oh. But, but let's let's, uh, let's move on. So True. Charlton Heston, mm. I'd I like to ask you about this quote from high school, where you describe yourself as a loner, a skinny hick from the woods, and that quote: all the other kids seem to be rich and know about girls. And so, what I want to ask you is: was it this? Solitude of your childhood, where you develop a love of acting, playing characters, being your own entertainment—that sort of thing.
1: Well, I, I yes, I, I think that uh, I was self-conscious as a boy and okay. didn't have the rugged good looks I developed in later age.
0: Oh, well. mm-hmm. it's and, a uh,
1: you know, so much of us grow
0: into our looks.
1: It's true. You know? yeah. Yeah. I loved the cowboy and Indian features I would see on the big silver screen. And I would fancy myself a hero there, mm-hmm. I suppose that 's what set me
0: on my path okay, and what was this about um, the other boys seem to know about girls? What did you mean by that exactly That They the knew about girls, just they knew like how to talk to girls or something like that so well, it seems
2: like to me if your crew is like entourage you 're like the turtle
0: I don't oh. uh, what, what is that
1: it 's mm. not
2: really a compliment. Well,
0: turtle but... was the one. <laughs> Well, then it's I will Thank true. you for it. I gotta say, um, n- nobody in the entourage really felt like a loner in that way. That's true, you know. But
2: just like less experience with the ladies,
0: yeah, mm. yeah. So
2: maybe you were actually the Charlotte,
0: or maybe Johnny Drama, you know, Oh
2: maybe Johnny Drama. But I would say
0: that he's the Charlotte <gasps> if we're going by Sex in the City. That's right. You you know? yeah. Well, you've lost me there.
1: But uh, <laughs> I was the only virgin of my. Cabal for
0: some time Everybody in your high school, you were the only virgin Charlton Heston? To my knowledge Wow, that's incredible Well then
2: you're like the Elizabeth in my phone
0: (laughs) Man, you cannot stop throwing shade at Queen Elizabeth <laughs> I. What
2: can I say? I came here to spill tea and throw shade. Oh,
0: well, I cannot wait to get back to that. Mm. Well, let me ask you a little bit about um, your early life in acting. You take a pause, Charlton Heston, to enlist in the Air Force during World War II. And I'm, I'm wondering what you're thinking was there. Like, did you consider that your duty? Weren't, weren't you at all upset to be leaving the world of acting behind that you'd just gotten started with?
1: Well, I, I did miss the, the the fun of my craft, but uh, I so desperately wanted to murder Nazis.
0: Okay. I can see how that and, would be uh, a good When the opportunity
1: factor. arose to serve my
0: country and slay Jerry, I <laughs> sprung at well, the opportunity. I'm sorry. Opportunity. I believe we called them Jerrys in World War I. Isn't that correct? Well, did did, did we not. give up on that? My father
1: was in World War One, and Okay. I suppose I carried over the habit. They didn't much mind what we called them as long as they were on the right end of your rifle.
2: (laughs) Right. That's true. That's what I always said I mean, you were doing
0: your patriotic duty anyways, you know. Even if it was just an an innate desire to kill Jerry's, it still happened to be Uh, at an opportune moment in our history. God damn right it was. When we were looking up to people that just killed Germans willy-nilly, you know?
2: Is that that kind of thing, is that where you get your uh, famous uh, love of guns?
0: Ooh, good question. Mm, well,
1: I suppose that was the first time I really cut loose with a firearm. I, there was one battle I remember. They do bleed together.
2: Mm, that is true. <laughs>
1: Did you ever see the that movie Rambo? a delightful Rambo. play on words, Charlton Heston. Mm. It really mm. is.
0: Oh, yes. Bleed together. <laughs> I didn't even know I'd yes, ah! yes, I've seen Rambo. I'm not sure if uh, Queen of Scots. I have Mary seen Queen Rambo. Okay.
2: What a great film That's that a really is. That's really wonderful.
0: Well, uh, you know that Rambo. he wrote that. So much wrote that That's movie. true. Yeah. Yeah, I... He's very good. <laughs> He's, <laughs> He's great. Under-appreciated. Creed? He's great and creative. Yes. I, He's very good. Really, really good. He's good. So what is it about Rambo that you that reminded you of this first
1: battle? Well, one, I had ripped my shirt off to, to to staunch the bleeding of a fallen comrade, little okay. Jimmy Stebowitz. Well, Stebowitz, rest Jewish boy. Yes. Rest but mm. still a good kid. <laughs> and so there I was shirtless with it's a bandolier of-, of bullets. Let me finish. I had an automatic weapon in either hand, and I had both two automatic weapons. You see, it was something something of a habit of mine to uh, tinker with the Ah, weaponry. You You developed your own automatic hand pistols. They didn't work great, (laughs) but
2: but they just had to work, not work great. It
1: it got the job done. Oh, I. They'd say the Germans had, at this point, cornered the market on surprising technology. But Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. I really blew their pants off, literally. Wow. <laughs> That's incredible. With this particular uh, reveal.
0: Wow. wow. And so you just went to town on these Nazis? Because they're so, two yeah. automatic, uh, yes, automatic yes, handguns? Yes, yes, they thought I'd need to reload, but ha-ha, Jerry. No. Powell. No, L- sir. Little that is incredible. I'm sure you've got a thousand stories like that from World War Well, it, too.
1: it it did uh, it did plant a seed. It's a very powerful feeling to kill a man.
2: Mm. Wow, with I mean, gun. And then keep killing and keep, that killin dark and keep dark killin'. killing. That is
1: killing. It
0: snowballs a bit. So Wait. so perhaps yes, it did start there. Well, yeah. there is some indication in the Wikipedia that Mary Queen of Scots has experience with this. Oh, I. But the, let's not you know spill the tea too early.
2: Right.
0: Um, I'm wanting to know you know since we've already thrown a little shade at Queen Elizabeth, so. Mm. So, you know, she is named, when you're 16 years old, Queen Elizabeth I is named the Queen of England, um, but many Catholics consider her illegitimate, and they say that you were the rightful heir of England. So the King of France sort of pronounces you and your husband the rightful mm-hmm. King and Queen of England. I'm, I'm I'm getting the history there correct, Yeah, right? I cadet, Yeah. Okay. So I, you know, I, I know we already talked a little bit about how, even at a young age, you were kind of like pulling the strings behind the curtain mm-hmm. here, but is that... Something that you were very staunch about, that you were like, I am the rightful ruler of the United Kingdom. I mean At sixteen years old. At
2: sixteen. I I mean I knew it was mine, you mm-hmm. know. Uh Elizabeth was illegitimate. Mm-hmm. Uh and it was my uh throne to rule over. But I mean, if I must be honest, like I would have been fine also staying in France at that it's point in time. Very
0: nice, France. I
2: was it's very mm-hmm. nice. And yeah. also I was sixteen, you know, I had been doing this. For 16 years? Well, 15 years and then... You know, how minus 30 days? days. Minus 30 days. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, you know, if if it doesn't work out, I'll just stay in France. I'll just be safe with my husband, the Dauphin, mm-hmm. who then eventually right. become the ruler of France. <laughs> so, you know, either way, I knew, I was like, well, alright, I guess we've got to follow this for a bit. I'm mm-hmm. not quite at retirement age. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's interesting when you think about it, because actors they can retire. Doctors, they can retire. But you never stop
0: being queen. You never stop being royalty, yeah. Right, so you were right. viewing this uh, almost you, as... When you play the Game of Thrones, mm. you, win you win or you, or you die. die. Or you die. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I botched that. It's basically made that on the when poster, you win, Jarrett, when you play it's right any game, poster. you win or
2: you lose. Well, but The Game of Thrones.
0: Well, I was always taught, you, you know, everybody wins so long as you're having fun.
2: Well, that's that millennial kind of... Outlook I Just life, I think it's it? more of
0: a positive thing, you know. It's like you know you're playing a game of pick-up basketball with your friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't need to be a jerk about the fact that you lost. You could be like, oh, you know, we got outside, we sweat, we had a good time. Right. You know, so really, we're all winners in one sense, right?
2: Okay, yeah, in one sense, but then there's another <laughs> that definitely points to the scoreboard and says, mm-hmm. no, Mary won.
0: Mary mm-hmm. definitely won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's I think this is interesting that you had an opportunity here to maybe just be the princess of France, and just, like, kick Aye. up your feet a little bit, take Aye. a little time off, right?
2: I, I, yeah. I thought, well, if this is, like, the worst thing that happens, then mm-hmm. bring it on. Was
0: there a tipping point for you when you were like, no, I think I'll let this happen. I think that I will let the uh, the dominoes continue to fall, and I will continue my claim for the English throne.
2: Aye. I mean, basically, when the Dauphin passed away, I mean, I was just heartbroken, and mm. I just, like, you know, you focus on your work. <laughs> when things get tough, when personal life gets rocky and stormy, what is one to do but focus on their work? Yeah. And so I thought, all right, here we go, bring it and up again.
0: So he just went headfirst into this being uh, royalty. That is fascinating. Um, unfortunately, we're going to have to take a pause there to take a short break, but we will be right back with Mary Queen of Scots and Charlton Heston on Ooh. Famous Dead People. Stay with famous us. Dead people, famous dead people. Famous dead people. Famous dead people. Hey, everybody, just want to take a quick break from the show to remind you to subscribe to Famous Dead People on iTunes or whatever app you use. To listen to podcasts, rate us five stars, leave a comment, tell your friends all about us. That stuff helps us out a whole bunch. Yeah, I recommend the show to your friends. I don't see why you wouldn't do that since you like it so much. Uh, feel free to hit us up anytime you like at famous dead people at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. You can send us feedback, or if you have a famous dead person that you want to have on the show, I would love to accommodate you a fan of the show and put your favorite famous dead person on here. Also... Go out and buy my book, The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It's super funny. You go buy it at a bookstore. Go buy it online. It is available to order right now. And lastly, if you really like the show and you want to send us some money, go to RadioForBrooklyn.com famous dead people and click on the sponsor this show button. All those donations help to keep awesome content like famous dead people on the air. Thanks again for listening. And now back to the
1: podcast.
0: Oh, famous dick people. Welcome back to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn. Famous Dead People, the only show that resurrects famous people from the grave and asks them all the hard questions. I'm your host, Jarrett Bernstein, and we are here every Monday at 3 p.m. on Radio Free Brooklyn. My guests in the studio today are the 20th century actor famous for movies such as Planet of the Apes and Ben-Hur, Charlton Heston. Hello. And 16th century Scottish ruler, Mary, Queen of Scots.
2: Things take our lives with no take of (laughs) freedom.
0: I'm sorry. I'm what, sorry was wait, that? And what was that? They can
2: take our lives, but they don't take our freedom.
0: They can never take us our lives, but they never take our freedom. That was that you, braveheart. It's braveheart. It is from the movie Braveheart. That's braveheart. That's yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: I would have loved to play that role.
0: Oh, yeah. you would have been great. Oh, you would have been incredible. Mm. And can I make All a suggestion? Right. Hmm? Zero accent. Just Charlton Heston. It, Just it wants... was a bit
1: distracting. I, I thought he was laying it on rather thick. Yeah, yeah rather thick. Well, I wanna, I and know. a little shoe polish wouldn't have hurt. Just to bronze it up a little. I just just in the sun.
0: When I see a Charlton Heston Suns movie, I just want that that unfiltered Charlton Heston voice. I don't Hell. care if you're playing French, Spanish, uh, uh, English, uh, uh, Scottish. Just give it to me straight. Wouldn't play
1: past. a Frenchman. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't play a Frenchman.
2: Oh, really? Why not then? <laughs> now
1: those craven cowards don't deserve to be portrayed <laughs> on the big
2: screen. Uh, okay. Well, we're still going to go with that then. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, let me, uh, let me I just... have a question for you, oh, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, did, you... did you have any dragons back in your day?
2: No, actually, that was something. It was just on the tapestries, unfortunately. Yeah, they're
0: are oh, kind no. of fictional, as no, as no, I understand. No, they
2: are now. If you want to talk about personalities in the court, but, well, we ooh, definitely had a dragon boy. or two.
0: Some figurative <laughs> dragons in but, the in Mary's court. In but what about those big sense. bones they have in the museum? The dragon? Mm, old, you're thinking of dinosaurs, Charlton. What's Heston? this? Oh, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. dinosaurs? Do you really know about dinosaurs, China, Charlton Is That's like
1: the Dauphin. No, they're it's very not, different. No,
2: it's a very different. Well,
0: I'll have to get someone to look that up for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. you know, we, well, the three of us, go to the Natural History Museum after this. I think oh, that'd be yeah, really that fun. Sounds great. Yeah, Aye. that'd be really well, fun. I'm yeah. buying. Oh, uh, wow, that's great. Well, well let's which, go twice then.
2: Exactly. Good for you.
0: <laughs> very good. Well, let me ask very you
2: suggested donation. Back. <laughs> I'm going
0: to use that one. <laughs> let me uh, let me ask you a little bit about <laughs> more about your military service, uh, Charlton Heston, because. I read that, so, you know, you leave the, the military, you become a, a successful actor, but then you go back to the army to narrate training and educational films, and because of this, you had, while you were a movie star... The highest security clearance in the country, because you were you were gonna, you were narrating all this sense of information. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. It right. was now, a heady time. You really,
2: know, even more than Elvis.
0: Even more than Elvis, mm. if you can believe
1: it. Huh. Mm. They did try having him sing some of the reel, but it didn't carry mm. the, as you say, gravitas. <laughs> gravitas,
0: yeah. And mm. I think it'd be distracting. You know, you start yeah, tapping your feet. Was. You know, you start great. really Definitely. enjoying yourself.
2: Yeah. Whereas Charlton, when he says something, you. You feel it in your bones. You want to listen
0: to them. Thank yes. you very much. You know, yeah. he had great hair. Elvis? Oh, definitely. Hair. People don't talk about that yeah. enough, I think.
2: <laughs> I think they talk about it enough. <laughs> we'll
0: have to do, agree disagree on all that. All right, all right. Now, Charlton Heston, it has been decades since you have been narrating these uh, these sensitive films. Do you mind revealing to us some of the things that you had to keep secret while you were narrating films for the army? Oh, this, this is going to be good. Yeah, I'm, I remember... I'm well, the, the biggest secret was that the, the Nazis actually
1: had landed on the moon.
0: Wait, I'm sorry, the Nazis were on the moon during That's World right. War Two.
1: Yes, and wow. uh, they were desperately trying to use it as a propaganda tool, but... The yes.
2: moon or the landing of the
1: moon? No, the landing on the moon. And to... Well, maybe the moon also, if they have like a big well, banner. That was you their know? plan. A nuclear like... cannon to shoot a ray that would destroy their enemies. This
2: sounds like a plot line of one of your movies, Charles.
1: Did you see Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Gee, Hitler and the Nazis were hell-bent on some sort of a, a doomsday device oh, because no. they knew they couldn't crush the American spirit. Wow. Damn it is,
0: there is so much Are you information crying, Charlton?
2: <laughs> it seems like there's a tear. I mean, it's rather hot in here. Getting really but, choked oh, up. It's goodness. been so
0: long. I can't believe it's still affecting you this much. Well,
1: I care very deeply for this
0: country. As we all do, I think. I Except for Mary, that. Queen of Scots, who oh, obviously hey, is not hey, an American s- citizen. take it or
2: leave it. <laughs> <laughs> not offense, not no offense, Charlton. No offense. No, of course.
0: You know, you're not a citizen. You know, you're, you're not expected to have the same kind exactly. of love that me and Charlton would have. Exactly. You know?
2: and I also, feel that way about Scotland and a, and a bit about France.
0: If yeah. it's your adopted country, even, I think you can have that level of love and admiration for it. But...
2: Oh, I, of course, there's a Scotman here, Craig Ferguson. Craig
0: Ferguson. He right. used to do... The a late, late show. night show after Letterman, yeah, that's
2: right, yeah, mm-hmm. and he is very much an American and so proud to be, and it just Definitely. it warms my heart to see. Even someone though he like can't that. get rid
0: of that accent, I'm always oh, fascinated well, why by would people. You? Oh, it's a beautiful accent,
2: sing songy. Don't
0: get me wrong, it's I just, the
2: jam on your bread.
0: <laughs> I just can't. If I went to another country for any period of time, I would slowly start to adapt the accent of mm-hmm. that place. But so I'm fascinated by people that. They, they keep theirs, ooh, and I, you're one of those people, Mary that's Queen Scott. because yeah. you spent most of your life in France, yep, but, but you still have the accent from the five years that you spent in Scotland. That's mm. correct. That blows my mind. Well, you know, that's true. I, I shot a film that was never released. Oh, what movie was that?
1: Well, it was untitled at the oh. time, but we shot it in Italy. Mm. Okay. And uh, while we were there on location, I did Adopt naturally the Italian accent I, I could do a bit for you if you like so you, oh, I'd love you still to remember how that. to do your Italian Absolutely. accent? You Absolutely, it never, never leaves you
0: Oh wow, yeah, give us a little taste I'll of give it, you please. a few lines
1: All right. So imagine the scene An Italian uh, marketplace
0: mm, I'm an piazza.
1: international mm. spy mm. Ooh, okay Excuse me, signore I'll have a loaf of that fine Italian bread please wow. Oh, my like, goodness. like goosebumps. being in Naples. Mm. Really goosebumps.
2: Is. I feel like I'm there. Yeah, it makes that's me incredible.
1: feel like a different person. Well, yeah. Of course, I had uh, black hair at the mm, time, mm-hmm. and they had put some shoe polish on my face to make me look more meditative. Always oh, shoe polish? It, it
2: really seems like this is, the, this is a the theme that's gone through, is yeah, the shoe polish. I wish I
0: had known to invest in shoe polish back, I, back then, because they were I really guess, running through that I stuff. I guess
2: that's all part of the whole. It was all the same can the of magic. polish. It was all the same kind of... well. was my can. What brand did you
0: use? Oh, Oh, so you just brought your own shoe
1: polish. Uh, Tinker Joe.
0: Tinker
2: Joe. Tinker Joe. They Boy. don't
1: make it anymore, but I... Well, that I did, definitely
2: sounds like a real brand.
1: I did buy a crate.
2: You I, bought I, a crate?
1: A crate of it because it looks so good on a Well, yeah, obviously, he's using it so much. That's true. You know, I'm not going to play anyone but uh, an American citizen.
2: Were you worried at all with all this extensive uh, costume where?
0: So much shoe polish on your face. Did you
2: worry about, I don't know, a poison or a toxin from the shoe
1: polish? Or even just
0: Getting like an skin. outbreak on your skin. It can't, oh be, good. It can't oh
2: be
1: good aye. for your skin. Do you know that, that never happened to me? I, I have seen lesser men succumb to it. Mm. I suppose I'm blessed in the sense that I just have this natural radiance, a fortitude mm. that keeps that protects you and your skin. Sometimes Acne the,
2: is for losers. Sometimes
1: mm. the polish took a week or two, the stain of it, oh. to uh, to seep out of my skin. But mm-hmm. I never never have had a blemish.
2: Do you ever put on the polish night just to get the sense
0: back? When you are not in your filming anything. Life. Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: I wondered. I wondered because I see a bit of something just oh, above I your miss, lip.
0: I missed a spot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know you haven't acted in anything in a while, so yeah. it just makes sense that you... I would... can't get roles. Hmm? Well, you know, you've been no. out of the game for a while. I'm sure that if you, you know, got a new agent or something, you'd be back out there. No no question. I, I did go out for that uh, recent Apatow film, um...
1: Oh, Which one? The big uh, I'm
2: so, no, I'm so miserable because I'm married and old.
1: <laughs> the one, that sounds like it. What's the I one think thinking the of one... this is 40 was uh, the uh, the movie that you're thinking
2: right, of? This right. young
1: couple moves into a house next to a sorority. Ah, oh, and... that's right. Neighbors, neighbors too. Neighbors. Sorority, sorority, two.
0: Two. sorority. Sorority Rising. Reason. That's right. Yes. So uh, so you auditioned to be in Sorority Rising.
1: Yes, and they didn't want
0: me. What, which part were you auditioning for, Charlton travesty. Heston? Travesty. Suzette. Suzette. Oh, you know, I think I see where I... the problem is. is okay, the... So you went I in. I put there, on the polish. On the polish. You... I don't think that's going to help, though. No. I really don't think it's going to help. If you're I know sh- tra- I, I should have worn the mustache.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Damn it. Yeah, maybe. You know what? Live and learn.
0: I got to. Mm. Let's let's pivot back over to Mary Queen of Scots for a moment. Mm. So, you know, I don't want to bring up too many bad memories here, but yes, I sorry. know. Titan heels. Your husband, the king of France, he dies when you're eighteen years old. And you know, it's it's gotta feel weird. Like this is somebody who you've been Either betrothed or married to for like ninety percent of your life, and Basically. now he's gone. And the Wikipedia says that you were grief stricken, and that's that's accurate. He, you really loved
3: I,
2: the
0: Dauphin, who now was the King of France.
2: That's correct. I, yeah. you know, I, it's one of Good those fight. things. That, like, it was my first, it, first young love, and that's very mm, impressionable. Yeah, first and cut is the deepest. It's true. Mm-hmm. And so when he passed away, I was a widow at eighteen, Ugh. and actually in those days that was pretty typical. But it mm-hmm. still felt young to me, and I thought, "Well, best focus on work now. Mm-hmm. Best focus on work because love, love sometimes people die.
0: Yeah, That's in, in what life, happens. in life sometimes, in people, life, die. sometimes mm-hmm. people die. Well, let me ask you. So we talked a little bit about the, the discrepancy between the two of you. Like mm. the Wikipedia says that people talked about how beautiful you were.
2: Right? You know,
0: and you were tall. You were five eleven. Mm. Lithe. Lithe, Yes. Graceful. Exactly. Mm. And but, you know, your husband is described as short and with a bad stutter. Mm-hmm. And didn't you ever, I mean, was it just that he had a great personality? Or could you see through the just like the weird physical differences between the two of you? Did that register at all for you, Mary Queen of Scots?
2: Well, it's one of those things when you're listening to somebody, uh, they have an accent. Mm-hmm. And at first it sounds, well, a bit strange to you. Mm-hmm. And then once you get used to it, that's just how they speak. Okay, So that's what way I felt about his stutter. And then he was shorter than I, but you know what? So was everybody else. Because
0: you're so tall. Exactly. So
2: it wasn't that strange to me. Mm -hmm. What it looked like from the outside, I'm sure people, you know, there are all these romantic comedies now. And I, I'm a big fan of movies and whatnot. So mm-hmm. there's a romantic comedies where it's like, oh, she's a 10. How come she's with a three, you know?
1: <laughs> right. She's a
0: knockout. She's a, a little kn- piece of shit. Right. Why exactly. That's that a
2: real, that's a John Apatow movie Well, there was that right one there. movie called
0: She's Out of My League. She's
2: Out of My League. Yeah.
0: Where just like yeah. a, a fucking, a three starts dating this solid 10. Is that Jack you know?
2: Black that's in no, that said No,
0: it's not Jack Black. It was, um, ugh. Is you, he the... Singing fat man. The he's funny. a singing mm-hmm.
2: fat man. He's, he's great. He's, he's, he's a really
1: good com- he's got comic a guy. Surprisingly good voice. Or
2: are you thinking of DJ Khalid? <laughs> because he's also answer. a singing fat
3: man. <laughs>
1: Or There's
2: or also Pavarotti. Sure. Pavarotti oh, was a singing fat like guy, that. also. Um, oh, Pavarotti. Oh,
0: mm-hmm. Boy. No, it's Aie. Jay Baruchel was the guy Aie. who played the, the quote unquote loser in yeah, She's Out of My League. Aie. Aie. Hmm.
2: Yeah. But Aie. he's still very attractive for being a
0: loser. You know, I've often found that like if you're playing an unattractive person in a movie that Aie. just in general in real life you are more attractive, attractive and, yeah, exactly. the lame. Do you know what's great if you go back and you watch this Anna Ferris movie called The House Bunny oh, where I... she gets accepted. She she she's a Playboy bunny. She leaves the Playboy mansion. She goes she goes and lives with a sorority, mm-hmm. but she's living with like the loser sorority. You know who the head of the loser unattractive sorority is?
1: Who? Charlton is, Heston. It
0: is <laughs> I wish <laughs> you that would was a have, different sorority. You would have crushed
2: movie. You should have got in as you well.
0: Would have crushed. No, the head of this loser, unattractive sorority just happened to be the lead in a little movie called La La Land. Wait. That is right.
2: Oh wow, Ryan Reynolds. No, not Ryan Reynolds. Oh. The woman. I'm
0: thinking of the woman in in that movie. Ryan Gosling. <laughs> no, also not Ryan Gosling. Well, also yeah, Ryan Reynolds not even in that movie. Oh, uh, oh, John Legend. Um, no, John Legend has kind of a small part in that. I think. Oh. Um, do you remember Emma Stone? Do you know TJ who Emma Stone is? Oh, oh T.J. Oh, Miller. No, not T.J. No. Miller. Was he in that? No, it was Emma Stone.
2: He's in everything, isn't he? I thought mm-hmm. so. I'm not sure. Why he's a funny man. But he's he's a brace, isn't he? Not for me. I, you read that he's interview very with Anything I
1: watch, I think, that's a funny lad. And then, cumulatively, somehow it leaves a bad taste it's in my It's
2: quite life. boring. It's not like... Okay, you see him in all the movies and he seems like, all right, we got it. He's the same age yet, or Whatever. <laughs> But when Charlton Heston did a role, you think, there's Charlton Heston and I... Many of your roles had your signature signed, your signature way of acting, mm-hmm. but you didn't get tired of it.
0: No. Because no. it wasn't you a always bet. always wanted more. Always Thank wanted you. more. Thank you very uh, much. For those of you who are just joining us, you're listening to Famous Dead People on Radio Free Brooklyn, and my guests today are Mary Stewart, also known as Mary Queen of Scots who ruled over Scotland in the 1500s. Don't
2: call me Mrs. Stewart.
0: And acclaimed 20th century American actor Charlton Heston. Charmed. And here's the thing. So we were talking just about, like, movie nerds, mm. you know? And I'm wondering, you know, you have such a presence. You have such a gravitas. Do you think you could ever play a low-status character, Charlton Heston? Is that in your bag? Well, I can
1: play anything. I'll give it a spin right now, if you wish. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, give me
0: a line from a favorite low status. I think of some. Give me a. Give me a line. Well, why don't ha, why don't we do a thing? We'll do like a little role play here. All oh, right. right? Okay. We're like Mary Queen of Scots. Mm. Why don't you be like a bully and <gasps> uh, and and Charlton Heston? You're the kid that Mary Queen of Scots all is right. bullying, and we'll see if you can really play the under underdog here, the low Mary status is, character. Mary is the bully. Yes. And I am, I the, am the victim. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Always
2: tape girls. <laughs> As the bully. All
0: right. And so whenever you two are ready, go ahead.
2: All right, uh... Hmm, he nerd, give me your lunch money. Who, me? Yeah, you, you nerd.
0: If I give you
1: my lunch money, I won't have any money for my lunch.
2: Well, that's not my problem, nerd.
0: Well, you're a bully. All right, so if we just pause you just for a second, okay? Mm. So right away, you're standing up to this bully. You're, like, asserting yourself. And what we're looking for, Charlton Heston, is Mm. to see if you can play... Diminutive and and um, you know trodden upon, you know, like just try to try to make it so that this oh, bully. like in Schindler's List. Like in Schindler's List. Oh, I. I don't know. Hmm. Who are you talking about in Schindler's List? Who are all the people that are victimized? Are you talking about the Jews the in G's? Schindler's List? Was it the Jews? It, I think it was the Jews in Schindler's List. I'm and you not trodden Downtrodden
1: said and. You mean a weak
0: person. Oh, that is so offensive. A but nerd. What did I say? If that helps you, then yes, try to think of the Jews in World War All II. All right, so you're a bully and I'm a Jew. Okay. What? No? <laughs> no? Please, yeah, go, let's give, it a, try. Let's give right, it a try. Let's
2: try this again. All right, so
0: whenever you two are ready, go ahead.
2: Uh, he Shylock. No, wait, Mary, what? if you could
0: just go back to calling him a nerd. I feel oh, like nerd. that would be better. Right. Okay, cool.
2: Uh, Hey, nerd, give me a lunch money.
0: Oh, Who? Me,
2: I, you.
0: Well, you're a bully, and I'm a Jew. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just going to put us out to this right now. I don't. Think I we're thought gonna... that was better.
2: I uh, think the the voice was better, but uh, uh, a bit offensive uh, yeah, to our Jewish definitely, friends.
0: Definitely, definitely the no, content I was bad there. I, I don't intend any offence.
2: Most people don't <laughs> when they actually offend someone. But, that, yeah, mm. it
0: really is the job of the person who's offending to listen to the critique and just,
2: like, let it land, you know? I'm
0: trying. I really am. I we do understand. think that was we... a
2: much better take, it though, was, if, um, though, if I say so myself.
0: I definitely... I mean, you have it in you. You're, you're a very gifted actor, Charlie. I, I, I would get a coach now, I think. Mm. I'd, I'd get a coach to help. Well, let's oh, uh, let's right. go back to uh, Mary Queen of Scots oh, here for a moment. Right. So you, after your husband dies, mm. um, you know, uh, two years later you're supposed to go to england to meet with queen elizabeth to figure out who would get to rule england is right. that right we're gonna
2: have a civilized conversation yes.
0: now according to wikipedia it says that queen elizabeth canceled because of a civil war that broke out in france and i'm wanting to know because that sounds a little suspect to me is that what actually happened
2: uh no it was that, like I thought so yeah thought it was so. like okay going back to hbo and whatnot <laughs> it was like when aiden and big had met up
0: right. right there's all that tension there. there's
2: all the tension so in my mind I don't know if I'm more of an Aiden or a big I mean mm. when I think about it look at me I'm definitely like handsome and I think Aiden is the more handsomer one so all right I'm like Aiden in that way but I'm also very rich and I'm also very suave. Mm. so I also think in that way I'm like big and then so who is Elizabeth uh, maybe Elizabeth's like a Steve, if we're going to go...
0: Steve with the one testicle from Sex and the City. That's
2: right. Yeah. Or maybe he's like a... oh, What was Charlotte's husband name?
0: Charlotte's husband. D- oh, a, a, the bald Drei? guy. No,
2: no, not Harry. Drei, oh. The first one who is also Scottish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe maybe she was more like him. Okay. But uh, basically, she got me all jazzed up and excited. And then you know, pulled out pulled out of this party, making mm. me look like overdressed for yeah. a civil war. Just it was just to make me look bad.
0: Really? So like. it has nothing to do with the civil war in France.
2: I mean- Maybe a little bit, because that was actually true. People were dying.
0: Yes. Well, there were so many conflicts back then. It was bonkers. But it's just...
2: I mean, it's a lot like today.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it really is a tumultuous time that we're living in. I'm so sorry that you guys, you know, you come from this tumultuous time. You get brought back to this tumultuous time. Well, you
2: know, that says to me, it's just always going to be tumultuous. Yeah. And so, again, if we go back to Game of Thrones, (laughs) when they say Cersei... Cersei, she's going to rule as if it's peace. Well, no, it won't suddenly be peaceful. Mm -hmm. That's not what it's going to be. Because it's
0: people, you know, people People are going to argue and there's going to be conflict there. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to um, Carlton Heston here for a moment. Mm. Just going to be a little tangential here. But so after the war, you're working in theater and television. You're offered your first role in a movie, but your wife wants you to turn it down because according to her, you were only going to do theater and television. Is that correct?
1: We had a number of conversations in this regard. I, mm. I don't want to air dirty laundry, but oh, yes, Ooh, this it, is Gail. the place for it, Charlton Heston. Spill the tea. You're gonna do it somewhere. It's here. Let's As it. I mentioned, my first love was always the silver screen. Mm. Something about seeing yourself in that seventy millimeter scope. And uh, I didn't wish okay. to make her unhappy or cause
0: strife, but that was always my destiny. So why was it that, that she had this idea that you were only going to do th- theater and television? I may have told her that at one point. <laughs> well, why? why I'm did you not tell her proud that? of every lie I've told. Did your told- wife look down on movies? Did, was that her um, uh, bias? When my wife was a child, she was caught in a
1: theater fire. <gasps> And oh. since then, she's had an unnatural hatred for the cinema. She's hated well, movies from I think that's quite the... unnatural hatred. It makes, yes, makes me, perfect it makes sense. sense. The role of celluloid, flaming celluloid, fell and festooned her whole body. She was like a blazing mummy. Oh, my, oh my God. Goodness. Horribly disfigured her. It took thousands and thousands of dollars worth of plastic surgery to return her visage. Mm-hmm. But sh- I, I've but seen she pictures. Was... She looks great. Well, we only hire the best. Yeah, that is incredible. Lots of Same guy Polish who did my teeth, one. by the way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, look oh, at that, that, that. He's actually my real teeth. Oh, my These are chiclets that oh. have been surgically implanted.
2: They're wow. so shiny. Yeah,
0: I did you. hear that chiclets yeah. are better than real teeth. For they your teeth, they look great on screen. They do look mm. wonderful. Yes. Uh, I wonder how they chew. But let's let's go back to Mary Scott for a moment. So, you, after your husband dies, you you fall in love with a man named Lord Darnley. Uh, who would potentially help you claim the throne. Um, but it is described as a marriage of love also, even though it's strategically a very smart move for you mm. uh, to marry this guy. Um, is that true? Like, Were you really in love with Lord Darn- Darnley?
2: Yeah, I got very lucky when it came to love. Mm-hmm. What uh, was
0: his name again? Darnley?
2: Lord it's- Darnley. Darnley.
0: Darn-la. Darnley. Darnley. The way
2: I say it, it sounds darnly. like Darnley. <laughs> Boy. Proceed. Yeah, aye, but Lord Darnley no we were truly in love and it actually mm-hmm. just worked out. I mean, you know with Cersei and Jamie. Mm-hmm. They are truly in love. Mm. Now, I was not the twin of Lord Darnley. Let thank me. Goodness. Well, let you me were get cousins. We were cousins It's yeah. a bit different though. But then who wasn't a cousin?
1: Yeah, everyone's well, related.
2: We were in love and also... Sounds
1: like Hollywood. Yeah, that's true, that's true. <laughs> Forgive me, continue.
2: <laughs> we were in love and we also thought, well, let's just, you know, do this. And I know part of my attraction to him was that I was so, you know, focused on work at the time mm-hmm. and so was he. So that was like a common language that we could share.
0: Oh, was that right. we obsessed
2: over together.
0: You both had your careers as important uh, things boy, to you and you boy. bonded over that. Right.
2: Which actually sounds like the total opposite of Charlton Heston and his wife because she's saying don't go on the silver screen.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then he does. And then
2: he does. Whereas Lord Darnley's saying to me you should be the queen and I think yeah, yeah, right, I should be the queen. Yeah. Why not? And then that was something that brought us closer together. Now we thought about other
0: things. Don't yes. get me wrong. Well, that's my other question is like, mm. you know, Charlton Heston was talking about how invigorating it is to kill a man, which mm-hmm. is a really dark thing to say. Um, but obviously not the most troubling thing you've said today. Um, but mm. the, then I, and I sort of hinted that you had had experience with this because there was this strain between you and Lord Darnley. Mm-hmm. And then some people are saying that you hired a man named, um, uh, sorry, you hired a man named James Hepburn Mm -hmm. to murder Mm -hmm. Lord Darnley and and then you then marry him. Mm -hmm. But he's acquitted of the murder. And so I'm wondering, like, like, you know. What's the story there? Like, did you actually hire him to kill your husband oh, and I, then marry him?
2: Oh, I all things are fair in love. Oh, yeah, and there war. is
0: no subtlety there whatsoever. No, not yep. at all.
2: <laughs> no, nope, just had him straight tap murder. He's <laughs> getting in my way. Why
0: beat around the bush? Why?
2: Why do I mean, I did love Lord Darnley, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you got a goal, you get a goal. Yeah,
0: I mean, he so, was a thorn in your side. He was making oh, it difficult life. your ascension to power. Yes, he didn't suffer. Right.
2: No, well, no, he definitely did. I'm just uh, well. sure. I believe he was he
0: suffocated. Suffocated yeah, very slowly.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, we mm-hmm. made fun of him while it was happening. And... What do you mean oh, you gee. made
0: fun of Lord Darnley while um, James Hepburn was murdering him?
2: He had the weirdest birthmark <laughs> you've ever seen. And he was very self conscious about it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Hepburn was strangling him, let him come back up for air for a bit. And then mm-hmm. we made fun of his birthmark, you know. We'd take uh, grass stains and put it on our face and that, say, oh, my, who am I? Look and then at me. pretend to be dead because, you know, he was about to die.
3: You shocked is, me. Uh, well, it's just,
2: you know, it's so invigorating, though, because that's like another way of, uh, 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 of Hepburn and I start flirting. Oh, that makes sense. A little bit like Natural
0: Born Killers or Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah,
2: it was very much that way. It almost seems like... You show me your scar, I'll show you mine. I guess that's... What is that, Die Hard? No,
0: no, you think you're thinking a, of uh, uh, Lethal Least, Weapon Least. 3 with Renee Russo? Oh,
2: I, I, we have
0: done a great job of talking about movies on this podcast. Well,
2: guys. I love films, <laughs> I think all of us do, right? Who yeah. doesn't? You cool. know, Charlton Huston all...
0: loved acting mm-hmm. in them, we love watching them. I what think,
2: else? I think we can all agree we love movies, we don't trust Jews.
0: <laughs> well, I, I didn't, wanna, I never definitely want to be on well, record. of No, oh, so you're the only one. <laughs> Mary Queen of Scots is the only one who's going to officially say. I'm sorry, I
2: thought I was getting that vibe from Charles. I I thought it was a safe space. I thought I
0: was getting that vibe too from Charles Heston.
2: Definitely.
1: I
0: love Jews. ask you this, Charles Heston. So, you know, of all the movies that you've done, and we've, we've, we've really touched on a lot of them, one of my favorites is Planet of the Apes. Um, but if you don't mind, I want to ask you about it in the sense that it feels like a B-movie. Now, this is at a time in your career when things aren't going great, you're not getting as many juicy roles, mm. you're not looked at as prestigious a character as you were before, and then all of a sudden you do this... This this lower class movie, but yes. it's so great. Did you know it was great at the time, or were you just trying to get any kind of acting work again? Uh, it was great from the beginning.
1: Okay, we Tell had Rodney McDowell. Those masks, those monkey masks, looked so real. They, they really did. Truly and the did. whole project from the minute I read it, it was prescient. I could see the future. I could see the smoldering ruin of the America <laughs> I had, the America I had fought this to is save. Powerful, and I knew. I must lead this film. Wow,
0: that was breathtaking, well, Charlton. I've Husten. got goosebumps
2: again. It's uh, like, it's, one of it's like favorites. I'm back in the market, in Italy. Except I'm watching you do this speech.
0: Yeah, you're like, that
2: good of an actor. Where it's all just, all the impression. Is I'm just seeing left on I'm ahead. seeing
0: and the that's Italian. Without the shoe polish, my
2: guess. I know polish. it's
0: incredible. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing. I'm seeing the Italian hitman. I'm mm-hmm. seeing the the nerd that you were playing earlier. It's yeah. all rolled into one. It's a delicate tapestry of characters. It's here. a craft. Yeah, that is really incredible. Well, I have one last question to ask. It is for Mary mm. Queen of Scots here. So, you know, after you have this, you have your husband murdered. You marry this other guy. Mm-hmm. There's this is uprising. You and your husband are forced to flee to England. You go to queen elizabeth who's okay. like your rival
2: basically you know but like but you go frenemies. to her for protection yeah we're well, like then she that imprisons way Imprisons you for 18, for 18 years, years and
0: then beheads you that wasn't a smart move right it's not
2: a good move you yeah. think up until that point i've been plotting things since i was six days old you think i'd be a better judge <laughs> of character but no women are wily mm. so I, I i go to elizabeth saying oh help me and she's like yeah we'll definitely help you just go up yeah, I go up the stairs. And I'm like, what's up there? She's like, no, 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 just got yes yeah, a surprise. I'm like, oh, I love surprises, which she knew. That is That's your weakness. I oh, yeah. mm. and so I went up there and uh, come up the stairs. Say, oh, 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 who is it? It's me, Mary Queen of Scots. Thinking a lot of people are going to jump out and mm-hmm. yell, surprise. And then give me like, I don't know, like a meat pie or something.
0: Something you'd like.
2: But I just go up the stairs and all of a sudden there's a clink behind me. And uh, what do you know? 18 years later.
0: Ugh that is a shame it time. really is a shame but oh, yeah. you know I think all of us made mistakes you know in our lives I think
2: we could see that yeah I mean, definitely
0: Well, yeah. listen this has been a beautiful and illuminating conversation that is all the time that we have unfortunately for this week's episode of Famous Dead People I'd like to thank my guest Charlton Heston yeah. and uh, Mary Queen of Scots for uh, joining me in the studio today I do have one final question for you both I know it's a little weird but I'd like to end every show by asking my guests if they'd like to plug a comedy show or a funny Twitter account or anything like that Mary Queen of Scots do you have anything like that?
2: oh I well, I do coming out uh, in the next few months is uh, going to be uh, there's a web series called AKA Wyatt Sinek, and uh, I'm on it. So oh, you AKA should watch Wyatt it. Sinek. Yeah, starring, written, and directed. He pulled a real Orson Welles on that one, he
0: sure did. Wyatt
2: Sinek. So make sure you look out for that.
0: Okay, and uh, Charlton, Heston, anything you want to tell people about? Yes,
1: if you'd like to, if you're on the Twitter, you could follow at
0: Peg Leggin Megan.
1: It's a favorite Fig- comedian of Meghan
0: mine. Megan, Megan. She's well, that sounds hilarious. good. That's very uh, sweet. Yes. Bye. Bye. Well, my name is uh, Jarrett Berenstein. I'm your host. You can go to my website, to check out all my work, and also Google The Kellyanne Conway Technique. It's my first book. It's going to be out soon. Congratulations on that. She's a nightmare, and you
2: it's wrote the book about super it. super duper
0: funny, and I hope you guys will check it out. and pre Definitely. It's available for pre- pre-order now. It'll be on shelves on the 22nd of August. If you have any questions you'd like to ask your favorite dead person, please email that to us at at com. We'll try to have them on as soon as we can. We're here every Monday at 3 p.m., on Radio Free Brooklyn. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.